Hi, this is David Steele of the Orlando Magic and Fox Sports Florida, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from the guys at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Garrett, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! What's up, Magic fans, and welcome to episode 14 of Penny for Your Thoughts. I'm Mikey. Uh, as usual, I'm joined by Paul. Uh, any incidents with toasters this week, Paul? No, all good, mate. No no, no need to throw toys out of the pram. There's been no... Uh, <laughs> or, or rather, metal metal spoons out of the pram. <laughs> Should tell that story, shouldn't we, at some point, mate? We, we uh, will, we will. had a little bit of a meltdown. Oh, dear, that, that was funny. That was funny. And uh, G, the Welsh Josh Cohen, how are you doing, buddy? Very good, thank you, mate. Feeling a bit heavier after eating probably too much at Christmas, but uh, yeah, all good, thank you, mate. Good lad, good lad. Yeah, well, we're all happy. We're four and zero. Happy days. How are we feeling so far? A week into the right. Paul, we're going to tell the story straight away. Come on, let's have yeah, it. go on, then, mate. So, just to show. This shirt. For those who can't team. see who are listening to the podcast, Paul's got one oh, yeah. jersey. Yeah, I forgot that bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's my personalised 2015 Orlando Magic shirt. It's the first Magic shirt I bought. Um, I have a lot of affection for that shirt because it's uh, the one I was wearing when got spotted by a load of Magic employees and end up being on on court doing the high five line, bringing the team on and standing on the court for the national anthems and all these sorts of things. I have a lot of affection for that shirt. So game day one this season, thought uh, it was a bit of a cold night, turned in with that on. Stayed, watched the Magic game in bed with that on and we won. Not spoiling the run of this, game day two. Same thing, turned in about half 11, started watching the game. We are now four games in. This shirt can virtually walk itself <laughs> into our bedroom. Um, and I re- I'm refusing. I'm, I'm turning in every time, every game day, I'm turning in, wearing that shirt, and I'm refusing to have it washed because I am not being responsible for breaking this run. No. God help us if we end up at 10 and 0, because that is not going to be a pleasant shirt <laughs> to be around. <laughs> Joe's going to love you if I haven't been washed in 10 games. I think, Heather, I think Heather, my daughter, will be able to pick up the aroma of it by the end. If we get to 10 and 0, she'll be able to pick it up in another room. Quality. Well, it's been a positive week in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, it started with a win over the Miami Heat on opening night. So uh, G's going to recap that one. Uh, what What did you think about the Heat game, G? Yeah, um, well... First, he was a great start. Um, I'll just go through some figures just uh, in case somebody did miss it. So the Magic took the game 113 to 107. We had five players in double figures, uh, namely Evan Fournier, Aaron Gordon, Nikola Vucevic, Markel Fultz, uh, Terence Ross. Uh, the game was nip and tuck a lot of the way, uh, but a 34-24 fourth quarter where the starters really locked in uh, managed to get us over the line. Um, we out-rebounded the Heat by 53-48. to 48, um, But it, it was a bit of a sloppy game, wasn't it? Um, I mean, Miami only played two preseason games before that. We played four. Um, and you could tell there was a bit of rust there. 
Um, and the fact they got 22 turnovers uh, to our 18 uh, kind of shows that. Um, we were just sharper down the stretch. Uh, that's probably down to better continuity, bringing the same people back, uh, people having familiarity with themselves. Um, but Evan Fournier, now he gets a lot of stick. He gets a lot of stick. Uh, I'm not one of those people who give him stick because I think he's a very good basketball player. But he really showed his worth in the role sort of given to him. Now, it was a bit different to what we've normally been seeing the last two seasons, where the point guard would bring the ball up, give it to Fournier Vucevic, pick and roll, and literally just play that play to death. Uh, people find it out, stop it easier. Now, what we've got is we've got Markel Fultz, uh, who is uh, the future GOAT. And um, what he's doing, he's a lot more comfortable with the ball. He's driving the ball to the basket. Defences are collapsing. And you're getting uh, better shots for Fournier, better shots for Vucevic. Um, and you've seen that in the first four games. And I know you boys are going to touch upon it in, in the other games as well. Um, other than that, Terence Ross was superb. Instant offence from the bench. He scored 19. Um Fultz, again, going on about him, it was me and my new Mark Alfred Fultz uh, City T-shirt. Uh, his defence on uh, Tyler Harrow, Hero Harrow, whatever you want to call him, um, in the first quarter was uh, fantastic. A couple of steals and he really, um, yeah, did really well. Um, so, all in all, fantastic opening game. I don't know why you're laughing, boys. <laughs> <laughs> my job my job is the one not to know how to pronounce people's names don't be my thunder <laughs> well before we go on we had one of the questions we had from one of our subscribers funnily enough it's another Geraint Geraint Edwards um, on Twitter actually sent us a message yesterday and said why does magic Twitter slash Reddit hate Fournier um, he does say he is a fairly new fan to watching the magic and I really started watching last season but he doesn't understand why people want him gone. Do you, let's keep this bit short. <laughs> but Paul, why why do you think Magic Twitter hate? Or let's put let's put there's a small minority of Magic Twitter don't like him. I, I think it. I I I think it's time for the hate to stop. Personally, this season, Evan is doing everything that is asked of him. His role has changed slightly, as Garant's already touched upon. Um, it's not a constant two-man game with Vooch. Markel is improved, so much improved as a floor general. For years previous, it's been all about Evan shooting and Vooch shooting. And as such, as, as Garant again said, it's been easy to pick up. Teams knew who to guard and how to guard us and how to stop us playing. There's been with the development of, and this is something we'll no doubt come to in a bit, but with the development of various players' games, um, it's allowed that to stop because it's now not, as, as Grant said, going straight from Markel or DJ to Evan. And we've got players that are kind of more comfortable controlling the ball and driving to the basket, it's allowing Evan more space. And it's allowing Evan the opportunity to actually play his game, which is to be a shooter. He can still facilitate, 
The other thing is that in the years gone by, his defence has been abysmal. His defensive play has been poor. This season so far, and I, and I think I touched on it last season, I thought he, he was making more of an effort. He's buying into his defensive role more. I'm not going to say he's always getting it right. He still isn't, going to, isn't the best defender. But he is. He is making a huge effort and he is sticking to his rotation um, on whoever he's been given to guard. And I think he's making some real strides for us. Um, the other thing is that any time that someone is averaging just over 18 points a game, you've got to give credit to that. That's something that he is doing and he is he's always been prepared to take that shot, that last shot. Not and hey, it's time for it to stop. He's he's playing well, he's working hard, he's doing what he should do for the team. I think the reason a lot of people get on him is because I think it was 2014, 15, possibly, where um the magic had a decision to make whether to keep Fournier or Oladipo. Um and they both coming up to a contract year, I think. We ended up trading Oladipo keeping Evan at that 17 million a year and people I suppose uh, regret it a little bit and see what Oladipo has become um, so he's 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 been in a bit of a tough position but you know he's doing all right but that's that's mainly the reason I think I honestly think that the change of pace for the team has really helped his game yeah mm. I, th I think you've both got valid points for me, I think it's pretty simple. Vooch is in that category as well. Um, the two of them are two of the longest mainstays in what's been the worst stretch in Magic history up until the last couple of years of making the playoffs since 2012 of having losing season after losing season. And and there has been progress, but I, I, I'm not even going to go into any more than that. It's, it's simply because he's been part of that team that's had one of the worst runs people are fed up of seeing the two of them hog the ball over the last year but now Fultz is up in his game it feels like Fournier's being not forced into a role but he's he's being asked less of on the offensive end isn't he um and it and the role probably suits him more rather than asking him to be a first or a second option when Fultz is running in the show now he's actually playing more of the game he plays for France than he is the, than what the Magic have been asking of him previously. And he's he's allowed to play his game now. And it and it's not fair to him because he's just he's just doing what he, he's just doing what he, he feels he can do to try and help the team win every night. That's that's all he he's not a bad player. He's a very good player and he and he's shot the ball really well last season. But if you've got Evan Fournier as your number one option off on your off on the offense, you're not look. There's not a lot to look forward to, is there really? Um, but anyway, right. We've talked about that. Right, we're moving on. So we beat the Heat opening night. Uh, then we had two games back to back against the Wizards. I think it's the first of six gate uh, six times this first half of the season where we're playing two teams back to back. I think it's six. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so we uh, played the Wizards. Uh, Paul, what did you think about the first game in Washington? Game day two. Um, highest points scored this season for us so far at 130. Also, the highest points conceded at 120. 
Um, Aaron Gordon and Michael Carter-Williams made Russell Westbrook work for everything all night. Uh, I also thought Chuma Akiki did really well against him as well. Um, that's a big ask to be playing up against somebody of Westbrook's ability for a, uh, effectively, well, he is a rookie. Um, if it wasn't for Bradley Beal with his 39 points and probably some seriously dodgy calls by the officials in the third quarter, I know I don't normally go there, but we normally leave that one to G. However, I'm not I'm saying anything. I'm, <laughs> I, well, I'm going there, mate. There was some dodgy calls in that game. Um, that game would have been well and truly over long before the fourth quarter. As it was, we went into the fourth quarter um, fighting. You can't understate the importance of those baskets that we got from Michael Carter-Williams, Cole Anthony, Ken Birch and Terence Ross in that early stretch of the fourth that really shifted the momentum towards Orlando. And once the starters came back on, Fultz, my God, he was instrumental in everything. And he really did create the the lead for Orlando down the stretch. And Vooch, 11 points in the quarter. That's a heck of an impact. Field goal percentage of, what, over 50%? 35, just over 35 from three. Um, it was a good game. It was a good game. Well happy with it. Um, what was it? Uh, there were five magic players in double figures, but again, you can't under underestimate the value of the eight points that Ken Birch and Michael Carter Williams gave us. And in that vein, th 53 points from the bench, including 25 from a team leading 25 points from Terence Ross, was huge. Uh, Accolades to Mark to Markel Fultz, twenty one points, seven assists, four rebounds. He showed us what we've got and where where we can be going. He was fantastic. Interestingly, though, we played against Russell Westbrook. Everyone was saying, "Oh, let's trade this, that, and the other for Westbrook." They look silly now, don't they? Well, mate, he's 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 best in the world. He started the season well. You know, um, was it? It was against us that night. That was his second uh, triple double of the season. You can't knock him. Yeah. He's still a quality player. Oh um, yeah, but you, but what, but what I mean is, he didn't shoot the ball very well. His jumper looked totally off, and he didn't even play the second night. So if you if you trade in your you know a couple of prospects, a couple of picks or whatever to get him. We said this when we were discussing it a couple of weeks ago. He's 30, he's on the downward. He's a great player, but I'm just glad he's stuck with what we've got. You know, I, would, I, I wouldn't have wanted us to trade for him. Uh, I still love Russell Westbrook. I think he's a fantastic player. But I wouldn't have wanted us to trade for him. But I honestly think his scoring night was down to how hard our defence played him. Michael Carter-Williams gave him absolute nightmares. He was all over him. Uh, and Aaron Gordon, again... And I say Tumor, I mentioned it earlier. All three of them really, really played him hard, but he still managed a triple double. Yeah. Um, just quickly touching on Westbrook, I think it was the right gamble for the Wizards to make. I mean, they didn't really give up a lot. They gave up uh, John Wall and a future protective first. I think that's all they gave up. So yeah. you are going to be getting the more productive player in return. Um, but when you've got Bradley Bill there, it makes more sense. I think I said this on an episode a few weeks back. It only really made sense for us 
if you had another star that you could pair Russell Westbrook with because it's a win now move. Whether that works is another question. But anyway, uh, so Westbrook didn't play in the second game um, against the Magic on, I think it was Sunday night, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So that was the big news. Um, the starters, I thought, looked a bit lethargic in the, uh, f- for probably large stretches of that game. Um, and they just, they got outplayed for most of the game. Um, Thomas Bryant was just... I can't bring this up. I don't know if you guys remember. There was a video where he put the dunk down. I've not ever. I've not seen anyone really mention it, but he's throwing this dunk down. And he's hanging on the rim and he's fallen off and made himself look like a right clown. But I thought that was funny. But he he caused uh, Vooch trouble on the glass. Um, he was. I think he was shooting the ball really well. Um, helped stretches the floor for them. Um, like I said, the the starters got off. They got off to a slow start and they never really got going. Aaron Gordon and Vooch uh, combined for 19 points. Um, it was really the bench that made the big... Yeah. I think that was the coming out party, really, for the bench unit. We'll talk about them a bit later. But both in the second quarter and the fourth quarter with double-digit leads for the Wizards, um, the, the bench unit, including T. Ross, who had 26, come in and, and made a real impact and helped cut that deficit and gave us a, a chance to stay in the game really um so the magic were down by 17 going into the fourth quarter um two buckets by michael carter williams um uh, to to start that quarter and a cole anthony um uh, he drew a charge and that sort of sparked the run didn't it for the i think we went an eight no run and then I think they called a timeout to try and stop it, and then we, we it just it just started that momentum that we needed. Um, we've I know me and Geraint listened to it back, but we listened to the Wizards commentary um, a little bit later, and Drew, Drew Gooden, Gooden wasn't it? Yeah, Drew yeah. Gooden, who was commentating, said right at the start of the fourth, Bradley Bill should start this to to put the game to bed, and they didn't do it. They they let us sort of cut that lead down in half, and then when he did come back in, we'd already had that we've got that little bit of momentum back with us. Um, but yeah, so we, 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 we cut that lead down. Uh, we were down by three with a minute to go. Um, and then Vooch and Foltz had back-to-back buckets. And then we got a key stop. And then it was really free throws that iced the game. Um, it was part of David Steele's Is This Anything last night. Um, so the Magic uh, were now, I think they're seventh on the all-time free throw percentage list in a game with a minimum of 33 buckets and they shot 37 of 38 from the line, which considering we're not a team that gets to the line very often to get there 38 times and knock down 37 is uh, bonkers, really. Um, really, it was Foltz's night, wasn't it? Career night, 26 points, including two from three from downtown. Um He's really starting to look the part now to start the season. It's early days. Um, but he's averaging, I think, 20 points so far. Um, and he and he looks confident when he's shooting the three. I, I don't think the key's going to necessarily... You, you don't want him to take a huge amount of threes. You just want to keep the defence honest with him being able to knock down a couple of game. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought it was... I thought it was an outstanding performance. Um, and the way we come back, it was just... I, I, Paul texted me, I'm going to tell the story you text me during the game basically summed up when I was watching it and you sat there in the third quarter when we were down 
by double digits and you're thinking this is just gonna be one of those nights and you've got your head in your hands and you're just waiting for it <laughs> waiting for the buzzer to go you can end it and then as the game went on and the spot and the run started you start creeping further forwards to the end <laughs> to the edge of your seat and then the next minute you're jumping up and down the living room exactly <laughs> one of them moments absolutely um guys quick thoughts on that on on the wizards uh two games yeah it was superb um that bench unit um you mentioned the starters were lethargic and started slow um they picked us up in the second quarter and then again in the fourth quarter um each filled their roles with their defense uh terence ross has been a flamethrower uh early part of the season we've got to mention him uh, I was a bit annoyed he didn't win Player of the Week, to be honest with you, because that went to uh, Sabonis from the Pacers. Mm. Uh, I think I tweeted something saying, um, you spelled Terence Ross wrong <laughs> about the Player of the Week. Um, but no, you couldn't ask for any more. Um, to, to beat a division rival back-to-back nights, um, albeit without Westbrook, but they didn't look too bad, the Wizards, and now they're in a, well, they're now in an 0-4 hole um, since that. So, you know, we've got a, a healthy cushion over them um, and everyone seems to think they're better than us. So it's a good start. Paul? For me, mate, um, I honestly think that we, we, we said all... When we did our previews of uh, the season, we, when we were talking about Washington, we said we know that they're going to score. The question is still, can they defend? Are they going to add any defence? And honestly, have they? No. No. At which point, if you can get your scoring going against them, you have a heck of a chance against them. Um, I feel sorry for Scott Brooks because they've swung. And I'm not convinced how much longer he's got as their head coach if it continues uh, on the run that they're on. But I, I was really happy at our performances, all four of them. There's been mistakes. Yeah. There's been some great points there's been some low points within it as we always have with with the magic when we're watching them but i felt that the those two games those opening three games particularly showed a huge amount of fight and i know you're going to come to okc again same thing yeah ethic but uh so so those two back-to-back wins in washington uh was just the fourth time in magic history that we've started the season three and oh uh last night we played the OKC Thunder, um, set another franchise record last night. So, gee, what di- what did you yeah. think to that last night's win? He just stole my opening line. <laughs> did I? Sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah, so uh, no, it's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah, so the first 4-0 start ever, franchise history. So the Magic took it 118 to 107. Now, we were playing an OKC team that had blown it up and traded every everything they had for first round picks. Um, so what you were going to get, and we spoke about it on our WhatsApp, didn't we? I think Paul said, you know, it's a trap game. We're playing against uh, young players. who have got nothing to lose. We just want to show what they can do. And yeah. in fairness, they did. Um, they were coming off a back-to-back. So we should, you know, we should have been winning probably a bit more comfortably than what we did. But in fairness to the Thunder, they were young, they came out, they, they played good basketball. Um, but in the end, we showed poise. Um, we sh- showed that, you know, they've been in the league uh, a lot longer 
uh, could just slow it down, just get that basket. Because it was a couple of times we went up nine, they'd come back, bring it to two, tie the game. And then we'd go on a little 5 nil run just to put keep them at bay. Um, Vucevic led the way with 28 points and 10 rebounds. Um, Bacon was sizzling. I'm sure you've heard that before, Paul. Uh, no, 18 never. points <laughs> and eight rebounds on nine of 10 shooting. Ross and Fournier combined for 14 apiece. Aaron Gordon, 12 and five in 22 minutes. Um, they're just keeping him back a bit because uh, they're just being a bit careful with his hamstring. Um, and then uh, Markel Fultz ended up with 11 points, 10 assists. Um, but what we saw with him last night, his shot wasn't falling. He was possibly forcing it a little bit too much, maybe. Um, but he was still keeping, you know, the, the defence uh, guessing. But then he did get 10 assists. So um, he's just showing a bit of um, something different to his game. Um, OKC, in fairness, did all right. Um, I just mentioned a couple of their stats because my brother's an Oklahoma City fan. And uh, I've got bragging rights now until Saturday. Um, Shea Gillages Alexander with 23-7-7. Dort, 15-4. And Roby uh, with 19-7. and um, So, in all in all, um, it was, you know, taking care of business really, wasn't it? Um, we, expect, we were expected to win. Uh, we went in. We got the job done. Professional manner. Um, nothing outstanding. Uh, no real subpar performances. Uh, just get out of there with a W and move on to the next one. So four and zero start the season. Oh, sorry. sorry, sorry, I forgot to mention. Yeah, so Vucevic. I said I was going to come back onto this. So with his second or third basket in the first quarter, uh, he became the franchise's league leader and team leader in field goals made, um, surpassing. Uh, the greatest player in Magic history, Nick Anderson. Uh, my wife was very happy this morning. She said, my favourite player, Vucevic, has overtaken your favourite player, Nick. So, um, yeah, so in fairness to uh, Vuc, he's been superb, um, being a consistent uh, performer for us. You, you're going to get your double-double every night. Um, and fair play to the guy. He's humble uh, and he just gets the job done. What do you guys think? Mate, for me, you've got to say, he's a magic legend. The guy is the consummate professional. He clearly loves the club. He clearly loves the fans. Uh, you've said about him being a gentleman. He gives. He has so much time for the fans when you actually meet him. He will happily stand and talk to you. Um, it's not a case of, here's a minute and I'm off. He will genuinely take time to have a conversation with you. Um, he's play this season and in the bubble has been superb and the change that we've made to allow him to shoot more threes has just stepped up his game it's he's been amazing this season long may it continue congrats Vooch yeah he's, he's going to go down in magic history magic hall of famer I think is, is already on the cards isn't it um, he's he's just rock solid isn't he um I, I want to see him make the all-star team again this year if he continues with performances like like he did last night. Um, yeah, all outstanding, really. Um, there's going to be a couple of things I'm going to skip over. Um, I want to talk about Markel Fultz quickly before we, rec uh, before we look at this week's games. Um, so far this season, um, through four games, he's averaging 
points per game, just under six assists, just under four rebounds. Most impressively, he's hitting 93.3% from the free throw line um, and he's at 30% from three. Um, I think he's been outstanding. Um, I tweeted it the other day. He's going to be an all-star. Not this season, but I think if he can continue making those jumps like he's already shown these he's made through for the first four games of this year i think it's it's he's gonna be a, a key a key player again and going down the next few years uh g what's your uh, f- uh faults thoughts there we go i just spat that out <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i mean we we've touched upon it you know discussing the games already really um his confidence has um has grown greatly um, handling the ball, uh, shooting the ball, um, penetrating the defense, collapsing the defense, and kicking out, getting better shots, like we've just said for Fournier, Vucevic, uh, even Bacon, and you know when James Ennis comes back. Um, I don't know if we mentioned this last week. I had it in my notes, but I don't think we said it. But an absolute can- candidate for most improved player. Um, what else have I got to say? Um, the offense is flowing better. The, the, the fact that we're not doing the Vucevic funny pick and rolls, um, and it is all uh, is on ball defense. Um, again, brilliant. Um, I don't know what else to say. Superb, mate. For me, last night, the first basket that the Magic scored showed everything that Markel brings to this team. It was a very, very strong drive into the paint. Lots of strength to hold off um, the defensive attention. He brought the defenders into him. It collapsed the defence. And what did we do? He flipped it out to Vooch for a three-point. That showed everything about his game last night. He controlled the tempo. He took control of the offence and gave us the basket. His second uh, involvement was for his, his opening basket, where again superb drive to the basket, huge strength to hold off defence again, Um, quick hands and finished under the basket with great strength. He's he's an absolute floor general. Um, He's controlling our tempo and he's hitting an occasional three-point shot as well. So the defence can't ignore his ability from outside the pain they've got to take note of him from deep as well as such he's 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 getting he's getting scores at will it's been amazing um you can't speak highly enough of the bloke such strength last week paul on when we made our predictions you said you're going to go four and oh but you didn't yeah, believe no, didn't it believe is it. how you finished it <laughs> And I was surprised Garrett didn't do it because if I'd have put money on any of us going 4-0, I'd have put it on G. But um, fair play, you got it right. Good times. Um, so this week we've got... So we're planning on recording our next episode uh, on Tuesday next week. So we're going to do it between the two Cavs games. Um, so between now and then, we've got the Sixers at home on Thursday, which is a, 12, uh, which is a midnight tip-off in the UK. We've got the Thunder on the Saturday again at uh, midnight. And then we've got the first of the two Cavs games on the Monday. Um, we're going to start with the Sixers. G, what do you think looking ahead to them on Thursday? 
Yeah, well, it's going to be uh, a tough matchup. Um, they're loaded um, with all stars in Embiid, Simmons. Uh, they got decent other players, Tobias Harris. But they've also added um, Danny Green, of course, who's coming off a, a championship with an asterisk. Uh, Seth Curry, Dwight Howard, another one with an asterisk. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, the rest of the roster, you know, Tybal, um, Shay, oh, what's he called? M- Milton? Is it Milton? Shake Milton. Put in, Shake Milton, that's him. He's put in uh, a strong performance um, together and the Sixer fans that I know are saying him for sixth man of the year. Um, but they started the season three and one. Um, they opened up against the Washington Wizards, who we've seen a couple of times. They were down um, late in the fourth, but they did pull that one out 113, 107, their first W. Then they beat the New York Knicks, as every team should, 109, 89. Um, Embiid then sat a game to the Cavaliers where they lost 118-94. Now, that was on the night where there was a lot of strange things happening in the NBA. The Clippers losing by 50, uh, the Knicks beating the Bucks, um, And then last night, they scored their third win with a 193 decision against the Toronto Raptors. So we're going to have our hands full on Thursday. Um it's one of those that can go one way or the other, but we've had success against them in the past. Uh, but we did have Jonathan Isaac on the floor, um, who you know defended very well. I think it was a game last year or the year before where he came up with a big block on Embiid in the last minute. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Um, so if we if we can get a W tomorrow night, that'd be amazing. Um, however, the Sixers are a force to be reckoned with. I don't think we'll win on tomorrow night. So after the Sixers, we've got the Thunder. Uh, Paul, what do you think? This is it. Gonna, are they going to uh, get the revenge, or are we going to go two and zero? No, I think we. I think we win. Um, look, anybody who thinks that OKC are going to roll over um, and let us win, the it's one. It's disrespectful to them, and it's also being ignorant of their ability as a team albeit they're a young team and what you get when you're playing a young team you've got they're still a strong defensive team um Gilgis Alexander and Dort are quality young players they deserve respect uh they've got huge potential uh is it Diablo Mm -hmm. the young guy who did last night my god He's, he's an athletic boy. Uh, Diallo. Diallo, yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah. Diallo, yeah. that's it. Um, I knew it was something like that. Uh, Roby in his debut, you really can't fault him. He really played well. I know Vooch owned him on the offensive end, but he got he got Couldn't points. stop him either, though, could he? <laughs> no, no, exactly, mate. Um, Jackson, who they picked up from Dallas, I think he's a good young player. Uh, Pokashevsky, Pokashevsky, the really good mate. Yeah, he made it. He, he played really well as well. Um, I liked watching them. I thought they were a good team. They were enjoyable to watch. But when you play a young team, they are always going to be energetic. They're going to bring an intensity, and they're eager to prove their worth to the team. Unless so not for- going to roll over. 
And let's not forget, they might have Al Horford and George Hill back for that game. Well, I, was, um, I was just about to say, mate, that yeah. you, you can't ignore the fact that George Hill is, if, he's, if he plays, he is a danger. The guy has a great shot. Um, Al Horford, I don't think he's the player that he was, but you cannot ignore the threat that he has and he will be far more effective on the defensive end for them than uh, Roby was last night. I think if we they can, I think if we can slow the the pace at which they play at, will probably help us. I felt like at times the game was a bit too quick for us last night. I don't know mm-hmm. whether I don't know whether you think about that. Um, but anyway, so we'll play the Sixers, play the Thunder. Then we got two Cavs games. Um, they started three and zero. They lost last night. Um, to the Knicks, as G said, nobody should lose to the Knicks. Uh, <laughs> um, but they did uh, when they they did beat the Sixers, uh, as I think G's already said. Embiid didn't play in that game. Um, Andre Drummond's had a really good start. He's averaging twenty and fifteen, um, and Colin Sexton's uh, averaging twenty five points, and he's shooting fifty four percent from three to start the season. Um, so I don't think he can maintain that. Um, but we have a night off between, uh, sorry, both teams have a night off before we play each other. Um, and obviously we have a day's rest before we play them again. Um, the Magic won four straight and we won 3-0 and against them last year. Um, I think if we come out as we have been, I think that should be a, I don't want to say a comfortable win, but it might be the first blowout that we've had to start the season. Um, right, guys, predictions. So we've got three Kevin games. loves injured as well, mate. Kevin yeah. loves injured. Yep. Yeah. So predictions. Yeah. G. Two and one. Who's the um, losing to the Sixers? The, sorry, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost to the Sixers, beat the Thunder, and beat the Cavs. Yeah, that's where oh. I'm going. Same. Same. I don't see us beating the Sixers as much as I'd like to think. I don't think we're going to get rolled. I don't think we're going to get steamrolled. Um, but I, th- I think that might be the point where I can have my shirt washed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just on that point, Mikey, you said it's a midnight tip uh, for us in the UK, the Sixers game. It isn't. Yeah. It's half past 11. Oh, we will, we will be watching the new year roll in during probably the first quarter. It's half 11 tip here. Um, I'm going 3-0. and I'm going to be the positive one this week. I, I just I just think we haven't got Isaac, but we matched up well with the Sixers last year. Um, I know we won the two games at home. We're playing them at home this week. Um, they didn't travel well last year. Whether that's going to carry over again this year, I don't know. But I just think the confidence we've had going 4-0 and starting the season really well and let's be honest, we're not even playing our best basketball at the moment. We're, there's, we're still making mistakes. We're still not as good defensively as, as we know we can be. I just feel like an, a day's rest, get home, all the players are back in their own beds and having a bit of home comforts again. I just think we might be able to, we might be able to beat the Sixers again. So I'm going 3-0. There we go. Okay, right. Uh, trivia to finish off today. Um, so the Magic set a franchise record last night with a 4-0 start. It's never happened before. Um, the last team to start 3-0 was the 2009-2010 team. I'm all right, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. 
can you name that 12-man roster? So I'll start with Paul and then you can alternate. Vooch. Was he still there? Was he? Was no, he good as no. No, before Wait, that, no. Paul. Before him. Before my time. Dwight Howard. He, there you go. Good the start. There you go. I'll let I'll Wait, edit Howard. that one out. Jameer <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nelson. Jameer is correct. Paul? Um, Rashad, was he with us? Correct. Um, Turkaloo. Turkaloo was not on that team. He he went to Toronto. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to go again? Yeah, go for it. Uh, uh, Vince Carter. Yeah. Gee, you may as well, best win the world, mate. You may as well keep going because it's before I even started watching basketball. Okay. Um, JJ Reddick. Yeah. Tony Batie. Nope. Batie wasn't on it. Oh, he got traded for Courtney Lee, didn't he? With Courtney Lee. Yeah, sorry. Um, probably a Donald Foyle. Nope. Oh, he was gone as well. Michael yep. Petrus. Yep. Ryan Anderson. Yep. Who was the point guard? Uh, was it Anthony Johnson? Yep. Dad. Yeah. How many am I missing? You've got what? Four to go. Four. My life. Um, was it? Oh, Rafe Ralston part of that? No, yeah. he was gone the year before. Um, gosh, they put me on the spot. Go on, show us some. You want me to clues. name the rest? No, I'll, I'll, just give I'll, me give you, I'll give you a clue. One of them is a new uh 2K My Team card who we've been selling. My Team Small Four. Um, oh, Matt Barnes, yeah, of course. White Chocolate. Jason Williams. Yeah. You got two left. Oh my god. Tell me the positions. Uh you've got one center oh, and one forward. Gortat. Yeah. And, and I'll give forward. you the and I'll give you a clue for the last one. We traded him for Big Baby. Oh, that would be Brandon Bass. Yeah, there you go. There's your twelve. Well done. That was good. There you go. Cool. So uh, we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna record our next episode on Tuesday between the two Cavs games next week, um, guys. Um, I forgot to plug um, Magic Moments. Garrett's doing Magic Moments every game day. Um, so if you want to take part, all you got to do is comment with uh, five predictions that Garrett tweets out on a game day, which you can find on our Twitter feed. Um, and we're gonna be in the process of updating. The leaderboard on the website so make sure you visit orlandomagicuk.com cool guys also available on facebook and on facebook good job yeah cool guys it's been a good week let's hope we have another awesome week like we've already had one of only two teams unbeaten left in the league at the moment so yeah. let's see how long we can keep that going guys see you next week go magic, go magic. happy new year everybody happy new year You've been listening to the Penny for Your Thought podcast from the guys at the Orlando Magic UK. Please subscribe to the podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify and YouTube. Check out our website, theorlandomagicuk.com, the UK home for fans of the Orlando Magic, and support us by using our links to the official NBA store 
and fanatics for your official sports merchandise, including the NBA, the NFL, and many more. Follow us at Orlando Magic UK on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Go Magic! <laughs>